This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You never know where the club is going. It feels like there's a lot of internal problems at Spurs. To some of the standards that you know maybe have dropped uh, around the training ground, which need to need to improve. Listen, I agree with him because I, I was I was part of setting new standards and a, a new culture within this place. Ivan Tony has been suspended from all football and football-related activity with immediate effects for eight months. He's the talisman. It's not just the goals. It's everything that comes with it, the hold-up play. He's strong, he gives them an outlet, he's worked incredibly hard, he's a leader. I think the European dream is difficult. I'm an uh, optimist and always believe that everything is possible. Here's a burn on his right foot, it's there! Brentford have a second! And so to discuss that fantastic game, Spurs versus Brentford. We're joined by Chris Cowley, it's Melby Four from the Spurs Chat. Great podcast, available all good podcast providers. And by the way, his opposite number from Brentford is Mark Chapman from the Brentford Independent Association of Supporters, Bias for short, which displays, I suppose, a worthy predilection for the Mighty Bees. Brentford, let's start with you, if we may, Chris. Um, we know that, um, you know, Spurs have had, should we say, an up and down season. You're still in with a, a pretty good shout of Europe. You want to keep those European dreams alive. It's been a tough season for you, I'm up there, hasn't it? It's been a, a dreadful season, actually. Um, you know, to go from uh, playing regular Champions League football to now trying to scrape a Europa League spot or a Europa Conference League spot, we know that... There's we nothing to... wrong with the Europa Conference. I don't have any words no. said against it as a West Ham fan. I know. <laughs> if only Spurs took it seriously and tried to put the cup in the, uh, in the, in the you know, the trophy cabinet, um, you know, that's what it's all about. We, we, we need a trophy at Tottenham. But it has been a dreadful season, um, all round, and uh, you know, to finish in a Europa comp- uh, in a Europa League spot would probably be the best that we can hope for right now. And it's going to be not exactly a struggle, but you've got Brentford, who are a tough opposition, as I know as a West Ham fan. That you've beaten us every time we've met, pretty much. Your next game, your final game of the season, is Leeds. With no disrespect, you've got to be expecting. I know they'll be hungry. They may be up by then. You've got to be expecting three points from that. So really, a lot rests on tomorrow's game. This is not for Spurs. Well, Brentford are, have got an outside chance of a, um, a European spot. Leeds are fighting for survival. This is going to be two very difficult games. But, you know, we have got to appoint a director of football. We've got to appoint a, a new manager. So some of these players are playing for their futures. Yeah. They need to give absolutely everything. And I'm glad the game is at home because, you know, we have given better performances at home rather than away. Because when you look at our away record, Newcastle, Liverpool, Villa, the last three games have been absolutely disgraceful in our performances and results. So we've got to give everything on Saturday. Fair place. Yeah, let's go now to Mark Chapman from the Brentford Independent Association of Supporters, which is biased, of course. Now, um, 
may I thank you on behalf of all other London football fans for making sure that Chelsea are now the worst team in London, which is good news. Of course, the last time you won away, you beat Chelsea. Fair play to you. But you've also got um, the prospect of tomorrow having the, the, the FA having finally ruled on that one, or the Premier League. No Ivan Tony. Now, that's got to be, at the very least, a slight handicap. Uh, yes, it is. Well, I mean, we've we've had three games without him this yeah. season, and we've taken seven points out of nine. So it's not uh, maybe as much as a disaster as, as people think. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been the, the verdict's been a long time coming, and I, to be honest, I don't think the punishment was uh, was unexpected as no, well. So no. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the, the the director of football and the, the executive there have been planning a quite a while for this. Now, we spoke about this at length on the show yesterday. I mentioned it before. I mean, I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs of this case. I know the number of transgressions he's admitted to. He made no, you know, no attempt to kind of weasel away from it. And I was saying on the show yesterday, I don't know what the feeling is amongst Brentford fans, so if you heard anything about this, but if, if somebody, for example, was, um, I don't know, taking substances they weren't meant to, drinking too much, they would get help. Now, I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that Ivan Tony's got any kind of compulsive addiction problem with gambling, but that surely might be a question. I wonder whether he's going to get any, you know, something about gambling that makes it seem that he's, it's not something that maybe he'll get support for, which he might need going forward. Yeah, that's true. And I think that football's attitude towards gambling is a very confused one, especially when it comes to uh, authorities, where they will punish players. And, and, you know, Ivan has done wrong. He knows he's done wrong. Yeah. Footballers know they can't bet on games, any, any game. Which is why I think, I wonder whether there's something else going on there. Because if you know that, and you'd really, with all respect to, you know, Ivan Tony's bank balance, he can't need the money, can he? Well, you 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 think so? You think so? And it's um, you know it's a it's a lot of offences over yeah. several several years. Um, and again, I'm not coming to you from any inside knowledge. I just I, yeah, I'm just no, I'm just intrigued I, by the fact that this is still regarded as something that's not spoken about as a possible problem where people need help, but as a, as a kind of issue that can be dealt with. Bang, and he might be coming back in whenever it is January and playing on with. Hopefully, he'll get some at least somebody to talk to you about it. Or we hope. Let me go back to, to Chris Cowlin from the, the Spurs chat podcast. Chris, okay, so no Hugo Lloris, Sessegnon doubtful, Benson Sirs out. I think Dier Dier doubtful, and Tanganga too. So who's running out for you, Daniel Levy? I'll tell you what, um, as I said, the uh, the players are playing for their futures and, uh, you know, Harry Kane looks very frustrated at the moment yeah. and his future is uh, is pretty bleak, whether he'll stay another year or not and leave on a I've heard he's very keen to go to Brentford or West Ham, is what I've heard. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that very much. Um, but no, it's, uh, as I say, Paul, it's been a very frustrating season and, and so much needs to change at the football club. You know, we need to release players in the summer. We need to sort the Kane situation out. Of course, we need to get a director of football in. We need to get a new head coach in. Uh, we need to bring players in in the summer who are going to take the club forward again. Um, and the club need to learn from their mistakes. And we need to do things differently uh, to what we've done in recent years. Because let's face it, ever since Pochettino was sacked in 2019, the club have gone round in circles. You know, we've brought in two win-now managers. Yeah. Uh, we're back with Ryan Mason. And uh, this next appointment for us is absolutely vital. Um, but... You know, these two remaining games in the Premier League, I think that I will speak for a lot of Spurs fans. We cannot wait for this season to be over. Mm. Um, but if we did finish in a Europa League spot, um, I think it would be successful, bearing in mind the the very long, withdrawn-out season it's been. Conte, Stellini, Ryan Mason, all of the problems, the injuries, um, so many issues. That and the can we cue the world's smallest violin? I'm going to feel sorry for a Spurs fan here. Come on. 
No, I take your point, though, absolutely. I mean, it has been a challenge, to put it mildly. Let's go back to, let's go back to Mark Chapman now from the, uh, from Bias, the Brentford Independent Association of Supporters. Mark, I mean, you know, Brentford have been a remarkable success story. They're a fantastic team to watch. The stadium is brilliant as well, of course. For you next season, though, now, I suppose aspirations, what being a football fan's all about, what will be a successful season for you next season? Given your track record now, it's got to be, you know, you've got to be guaranteed, what, at the very least, you've got to be gunning for Europa place. I mean, is top four too much to aim for next season? I think with a little bit of luck our side and, and football uh, sometimes can give you that. We we, we could have been in the top four uh, this season. Uh, I just think more of the same, to be honest, Paul. Um, you know, it's been great. We've only lost nine games this season. We've got the, the second lowest wage bill in the whole of the Premier League. So it's a, it, Thomas has done an absolutely fantastic job. But I think, you know, we've got issues coming up. Obviously, uh, Ivan's going to be out until next January. It looks like David Reyes, the goalkeeper, is going to be leaving in the summer. So I think it actually might be another recycle of uh, in terms of the squad. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what, what sort of happens because there's two. that's two big personalities, two big players could be a, a change in style to accommodate new, new uh, people coming in. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Very interesting times, really. Uh, but we've taken points off all of the top six this season. Yeah. And I just think, more, you know, more of the same, really. You know, it's, we're, we're in dreamland at the moment. And is, is it possible for you to quantify, Mark, how you think the, the World Cup break, the summer break, winter break, whatever, how that affected, if it did indeed, Brentford? Because I mean, we've spent lots of people like this. I can't get my head around. I mean, for some teams, a momentum stopped. For others, they could regroup and almost kick off again. How is it for Brentford, you think, that, get that delay? I think it helped us because I think we had a, f- a few injuries in the camp. So those six weeks gave us a chance to sort of regroup a little bit. We had our last game before the World Cup was us winning at Man City, which is the last time they've lost in the Premier League. Uh, so I think that we, we, we came out, out of that on a high. And, and then now your final game, I think they returned to your, your stadium, don't they, for the final game of the season? Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah so, good luck uh, with that. Good luck. Well, I, I hope they've wrapped up the title by then. So, might, you know, <laughs> never know, Pep might be at centre-half of that game. And it might be the most of the H squad or something, given the amount of players you've got to call upon. But you have had a fantastic season. And I think, and Spurs, I mean, I've got a real soft spot for Spurs. And it's not pity, Chris. Chris Cowling's with us from the Spurs chat podcast. My dad's still with me, thank you. He's 33, 83 years old, but he's a huge Spurs fan. And he, a bit like West Ham, I think in some ways, we're regarded almost as teams that are, and I know you've done far better than us, your history is far better, but it's almost like you're the, you're. We're a slightly more exaggerated version of Spurs as almost a maverick outside London club. But by the same token, to keep that going, you've also got to deliver every now and again. What will be a successful season for you next season? I mean, sure, it's got to be more than top four. You must, you must be hungering, craving a trophy. It's got to be a trophy, Paul. It's, it's been 15 long years. The last trophy was the Carabao Cup in 2008. It's been so long. You know, it, uh, today marks the anniversary of... Uh, us winning the FA Cup in 91. That was 32 years ago. It was the last time we won the FA Cup. It's been too long. We've got to take 
uh, the domestic cups um, more seriously yeah, yeah. Um, in, in, in the future. And uh, don't be so snobby. If we did get a Europa League spot or Europa Conference League spot, take it seriously. Get the trophy in the cabinet. And also, I mean, I'll say to both of you, I'll start with you, Chris, if I may, that 10 years ago today, Sir Alex Ferguson left Man United. Now, we know he got a fair bit of time, a few seasons to sort things out there. Those days, I think, unless you're an Arsenal fan or an Arsenal manager, seem to be pretty much, you know, over. They might, they might return. But the thing that occurs to me is that maybe we need to get somebody to lobby on behalf of things like the FA Cup. I think, for example, were the FA Cup to guarantee a Champions League place, it would be taken, it'd be an awfully different prospect, would it not? It's something, I know teams are hungry for it, but even in the early stages, that would mean there'd be something to go for with it. That might rule out some of the lower league clubs from making it through. But I think it's that kind of thing we need to actually move football on. I think it's, it seems to me there's, the League Cup's fantastic. I enjoy it as a competition, but it's almost like, unless you're Pep Guardiola, that's, or, or in this case, Eric Ten Hag, it's almost like a, a little bit of a, a bit of spinach. The Phillips stake is the FA Cup, but really the Premier League and the Champions League, which I don't think is the way football should be in this country. I completely agree. The, the main focus of any manager coming into Tottenham uh, seems to be from high above that you've got to finish in the top four. Kachin, that is, though, isn't it? Kachin, guarantee more money revenue, which is understandable, but, you know, at the same token, if the FA Cup was given, was given you a guaranteed route into the Champions League, that would change immediately. Well, we have had so many good players, good managers at our football club. They've ended up leaving without winning a trophy. What really worries me is that Harry Kane could end up leaving Spurs this summer or next summer without winning a trophy. And I'll tell you what, that would be terrible to happen. I mean, it would almost be one of those... I mean, it would, it would, he would always be there. I mean, he's a remarkable player. He'll always be huge in football history. He would be even bigger because of that, if that was a dreadful omission in his career. But, you know, by the same token, you can't deny his talent. Let me ask a similar question to you then, uh, Mark. Mark Chapman from the Brentford Independent Association of Supporters. Football's all about change. I mean, people think, oh, the League Cup's got a great history. It was only from 1960. Things have changed. There was that famous season when Fergie actually got unfairly pilloried for that. He, they, Man United opt out of the FA Cup, but he's partly lent on by the Football Association. I do wonder that whether they're able to do, find some way of honouring the domestic results more than actually always seeming to look towards Europe. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not making a political point. I just think it's, it seems to be a weird weighted against uh, apart from the teams that are always going to make it in there we know it's always going to be permanently four from six probably with the best way well Brentford and West Ham aren't going to qualify in the near future for the Champions League so I wonder whether we need to do try and do something to wake the game back domestically well I'd love to see it but it's all about money you know I remember you know ten years ago when we were in League One we got Chelsea in the cup at home in the fourth round there was a massive buzz uh, uh, around that all yeah. but the owner made the point at the end of the season that we dropped five points around about the time between the, the first yeah. game and the replay yeah. and ever since then for the last 10 years we have played under strength sides in the League Cup and the FA Cup and, and we were doing that in League One um, so you know it's uh, I don't think there's any way of clawing it back uh, from that which is a real shame because I just want to see my team win the FA Cup for the first time. You know, I can die happy. I've, I've seen this in the Premier League. <laughs> let, let, let me ask you this, Mark. I can, I can, we spoke before. I can tell by from the, the tombe of your voice, your voice is broken. A, how old are you? B, how long have you supported Brentford? And C, what kept you going and got you involved in Brentford in the first place? Um, so I'm 48 and the first game was at... Uh, You're not much older. You must have had a hell of a, hell of a tough paper round. <laughs> yeah, well, you should see my face. Uh, my first game was at Wembley. We lost uh, against Wigan in the Freight Rover Trophy final, so I'm used to... Uh, oh, the Freight uh, Rover Trophy final. Oh, no, <laughs> Glory days. Exactly. Well, I saw us lose at Wembley four times, so to actually get it in the playoffs... 
uh, fifth time lucky was fantastic. Brilliant. But I just, you know, I'm just old school about it. You know, I remember then, you know, even the League Cup, we had a game against Sheffield Wednesday when they were in the old first division. The, you know, the, they delayed the game 15 minutes to let the crowd in. I mean, you'd no. never get that no. now. No. You'd never get that no. now. So it's that kind of feeling. And again, I think the feeling's been carried over at Brentford, even though they've got the new stadium. Chris, it's a different question for you really as a Spurs fan. We, we, you know, you've been very frank and honest about your feelings about this season and your, your aspirations for next season. As overall, looking at Spurs, are you somebody who maybe in your heart of hearts, maybe secretly, maybe not so secretly, are hoping for some hugely wealthy gazillionaire to come in and buy the club? Because that seems to be the way, for good or bad, that seems to be the way football's going. I just don't think that the uh, the club will be up for sale anyway. I think it would be very, very difficult to get done. Um, the naming rights deal hasn't uh, been done as yet. No, no. Uh, there seems to be um, so much going on at the football club. But what we want to see as fans is that you know we've got this great uh, training ground, we've got this great stadium, and now we want to focus on the pitch. And that is where uh, the fans' frustration is at the moment um, of, of a number of fans calling out uh, board members, particularly Daniel Levy, because the focus now must be on the pitch. But uh, regarding your question about um, you know owners, um, I just don't see that um, the owners, Daniel Levy, Joe Lewis, I don't see them selling the club in the near future. OK, let's get predictions from you now, guys, for the game tomorrow. 12.30, we've had the trailer for it. It's going to be a big game. It's at Spurs, of course. It's Spurs versus Brentford, and it starts kick-off at 12.30. You're allowed two, if you like, folks, you might remember. One from your head and one from your heart. Let's start with you, Mark. You're the visitors, so you first. What do you think tomorrow's scoreline is going to be when the final whistle blows? Uh, uh, my head says uh, one all, and my heart says 2 nil to us. Okie dokie. Right, okay, so he's going with that one then. So, uh, one all, a point or three points for Brentford. What do you reckon, Chris Chap- Chris Cowley, rather? Sorry from the Spurs chat. Um, my head says 1-1, one, one, and uh, my heart says 2-1 Spurs, Harry Kane brace. It's going to be a great game, whatever happens, I think. Guys, you've been fantastic this season. Thanks for all your help and support. Continue good luck and success to you personally. Both of your teams, I wish, consigned to the, the, the National League as soon as possible. I'm joking, of course. Chris Cowley in there for the Spurs Chat. Great podcast. Downloaded from any good podcast providers. Also, Mark Chapman. If you want to get involved, he's a member of the Brentford Independent Association of Supporters. And you had our three-way conversation right here on Talk Sports and Talk Radio. Well, my friends, we're live till five. Here's the biggest sports stories first. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.